Hi, my name is Rebecca, and welcome to the Last Night I Dreamt podcast. Each podcast, I'll be chatting with someone who inspires me and has something to share with the Last Night I Dreamt tribe. We'll chat to some of our designers, men and women who have a story to tell, and folk we can all learn from. I've always loved clothes and jewellery. It's fair to say it's a passion of mine. So to meet someone who's equally passionate about style is always a pleasure. Today, I chat to fashion blogger and journalist Anna Murphy, aka Anna Loves Clothes, about all things style-related. How can we detox our wardrobe, desert island must-haves, summer essentials, and sustainability and slow fashion? A fun, girly chat with two style-obsessed gals. So stay tuned and welcome to the Last Night I Dreamt podcast, We hope each one will be food for the soul. So I'd like to welcome fashionista, blogger and journalist Anna Murphy, aka Anna Loves Clothes, to the Last Night I Dreamt podcast. Anna, welcome. Hi. It's really lovely that you could join us. Um, Anna, fill my Last Night I Dreamt listeners in on who you are and how you came to love clothes so much. I think I've always been such a magpie. I'm always that person that stops some random woman in the street to ask her where she bought her dress from. Um, And one of my earliest memories is when I went to primary school, you know, for one of those induction mornings. And I remember the teacher saying, when you finish your work, you could go and play dressing up. And I could just see this great big turquoise ball ground um, that someone had obviously donated from the 80s. And I just rushed through all of my maths work, writing down random numbers so I could go and try this dress on. I mean, it, it kind of worked until a teacher noticed, obviously, that I'd just completely made it up and told me off. So it was a short-lived victory, uh, but my love of clothes has never really wavered. Um, and I started my Instagram account after losing my way a bit in a bid to return to something that I enjoyed. I absolutely love your Anna Loves Clothes account. And I think you're a girl after my own heart. And that's why I kind of connect with what you're doing with fashion, <laughs> like an eclectic mix. So, yes. ta- so tell, tell us a little bit about your Instagram account and the whole idea behind it. So I just really love clothes. I know that sounds very superficial, um, but for me, clothes are a fantastic way of uh, an extent, showing an extension of your personality. Um, and the amount of people then on Instagram that would almost... Uh, join in that conversation or ask where I'd got something from it and likewise I'm I'm very much chasing other people um, as to where they got things from or what the sizing's like um, and I think one of the brilliant things about Instagram is uh, the community that is on there no matter what community you're trying to tap into um, and Instagram almost to to an extent held me to account um, so it was a way of finding what I don't, know, I don't want to say who I was, that sounds ridiculous, but, but who I was in clothes, um, because I used to have quite um, a good idea of what that was. And I think that just got lost a little bit along the way. So I've really enjoyed it for that reason, really. That's so interesting because we often have ladies who come into the boutique who maybe are a little afraid to step out of their comfort zone when it comes to jewellery. We have silver girls who will only wear silver, pearl ladies who will wear nothing but pearls. And this often goes hand in hand with getting stuck in a bit of a rut with their wardrobe. Do you think lots of women feel this way and maybe have lost their way in the way that you maybe felt? Oh, absolutely. And firstly, I don't think there's anything 
wrong per se with knowing what you like and sticking to it. Personally, I don't enjoy wearing, I wear bangles all the time, every day. I hate wearing cuffs. I just don't like how it feels on my wrist. So I think the issue is when you almost feel trapped by that. So when a framework becomes um, a constraint, and I also think for women, especially, there are sometimes so many rules and ways of, you know, in inverted commas, getting it wrong. Um, I used to teach in a secondary school and there was so much scrutiny over what female teachers should and shouldn't wear. But I've also had friends who felt they couldn't wear something because they were in their 30s or they were a mum now. And, and that almost seemed to move the goalposts. Um, and I think that becomes more difficult when a particular way of dressing seems at odds with your personality, how you want others to see you or, or even really how you see yourself. I mean, I totally love the idea of throwing any kind of rule book away. Um, I don't like rules at all. And so people will often see me in an eclectic mix of styles. And if I like something, then I'm just going to go for it. Um, and I don't like I really have never liked that idea of, you know, if you're 40, which um, I'm now 42, uh, you know, this is what you should wear and you need to start kind of dressing in a certain way. Uh, Do you feel the same? So absolutely. I think I've been really lucky in the generation above, you know, in terms of my, my parents and my aunties and uncles, they are all really jazzy dressers. And my dad in particular is 72 and he looks I mean, he looks about 20 years younger. He's really into his clothes. He is really interested in fashion. Um, and he always just looks amazing. And I think when I think back to maybe my grandparents, there was almost this concept of reaching a certain age meant that you had to dress a certain way to mirror that. Um, and I think that is just completely out of the window. Um, and there are some amazing Instagram accounts of people in their 80s, their 90s, who look absolutely incredible, um, especially looking at eclectic um, fashion and, and what you're wearing. Um, and I think as long as something makes you happy, there isn't really any rules. And, and really, I mean, those rules were only there to restrain you anyway. You know, it's about enjoying what you're wearing if it's part of your, of your everyday life. How do you begin detoxing your wardrobe? This is something that I've always wanted to, I need to do this now. I need to detox my wardrobe because I've got so many clothes. So I think you have to be really honest with yourself. We've all got those clothes that we absolutely love, wear time and time again, but there's other clothes that we own and they're not bad, but they probably wouldn't be your first, second, third, fourth or fifth choice to wear. And I don't really want to rip Marie Kondo off here, but if it doesn't make you happy wearing it, if it doesn't spark joy, then pass it over to someone who it will. And I also find it really helpful when my sister Kira helps me out. She's very honest about what looks good. And she also knows me backwards. So having someone to bounce those thoughts off is another great place to begin. There's a lot of talk about sustainability and slow fashion right now. How can we be better at not buying into the fast fashion culture? I think this is such a complex subject because, you know, we can't ignore the environmental impact of what fast fashion does, not only to the planet, but to the workers producing it. But I also think that many sustainable brands are quite expensive. They're not especially size inclusive. So I think a really universal place to start is only buying for the gaps in your wardrobes. So, for example, um, I really do not need to buy any more midi dresses. I've, I've got enough midi dresses to last me a lifetime. Um, but I don't actually own a pair of shorts like at all. 
Um, so I'm actually trying to find a pair that fit well and that I enjoy wearing. Um, because I think another issue about fast fashion is the sheer amount that people buy. It's not necessarily, you know, what they're buying. Um, I think another place to start is to take care of the clothes you already own, you know, actually know how to wash them properly, debobble them, get them altered or uh, mended as well. And a really obvious answer is to buy what's already made. So I am such a resale fiend. I'm always buying things on eBay. I'm always selling things on eBay um, and Depop and Vestiaire. I think it's also a brilliant way of buying designer, but for much less um, over lockdown. Uh, I don't know whether I should be really saying this because I, I haven't told my boyfriend, uh, but I bought a pair of hardly worn Chloe Susanna boots for like, I mean, God, like a third of the price and a pair of Bally Janelle loafers for like a fifth of the price. Like both of them are hardly worn. So um, I think there's some absolute bargains to be had. And it comes back to that idea of if it doesn't make you happy, it will make someone else happy. And I don't want to say what, you know, one person's trash is another person's treasure, but I think there is a lot to be said for that. Um, or even when I've sold things over Instagram and um, things I just think, you know, they're great, they're fine. I just would never wear them. Um, and other people have, have reached out and said, I, I would absolutely love this. And I think that's, that's brilliant. And I'm a big fan of vintage. Um, I've got a particular shop that I go to in Newark uh, called Vintage Vixen. And I absolutely, I found so many dresses there. Um, so that's another way, isn't it? Just kind of buying vintage, like you say, being a bit of a kind of eBay fiend and just looking out for those kind of um, maybe really amazing brands, but uh, as you say, a third of the price. What would your capsule wardrobe suggestions be for someone who's wanting to shake up their wardrobe a bit? The five items I always return to are a leopard midi skirt, or mini if you want, uh, my Anina Bing band style t-shirt, um, I've got a pair of black studded ankle boots, a floral dress, and my Prince of Wales check blazer. Um, and they're all kind of printed in their own way. I mean, I know that studded boots aren't necessarily a, a print in the traditional sense, um, but they're also useful because if you're swapping them out with plain t-shirts or trainers or jeans, they just add that element of jazz. And I think it just sparks up an outfit in a really simple way. And where would be your go-to places for basic tees and basic things like a blazer? And um, have you got your kind of shops that you absolutely love and you check in with to see if they had those those basic elements? I love a particular blazer brand and I'm really reluctant to say it because it the ones I think are the best are vintage. So there is a limited supply. And if anyone listening steals them from me, I'm going to be really upset. But I think if you are looking for a really well-made, well-tailored blazer, um, Escada do the best vintage blazers. Honestly, they are beautiful. Um, very 80s in that there's a lot of kind of um, gold hardware on the buttons, shoulder pads, um, but really super high quality. I bought an Escada blazer from um, Manifesto Woman, um, which I would really recommend. It's a resale site, um, some vintage, but also a lot of um, high street brands, designer brands. And that cost me £28. And it is, honestly, it is beautiful. Um, it is bright green, so that is maybe a slightly subjective opinion. But um, but they do, um, I mean, there's loads of styles, single-breasted, double-breasted. You can find them on eBay, on Depop, 
um, and just worth keeping an eye out for charity shops as well. So Escada Vintage Blazers are my absolute holy grail of blazers. Um, they can sometimes get crazy money because I think their popularity is starting to climb, but you can still find some absolute bargains out there. And for those of you listening who maybe haven't seen us on Instagram, you can pop over to my Instagram account at LNID Jewelry or at Anna Loves Clothes and see Anna recently wearing her fab green blazer, which we absolutely love here at Last Night I Dreamt. When it comes to style, is it important to consider your shape, Anna? We grew up on like Trini and Susanna telling us that pear shapes have to wear a bootcut jean. Um, do you think these rules still apply? I think Trini and Susanna have a lot to answer for. I mean, I remember pretty much every woman they dressed was firstly introduced to Spanx as, you know, as a, as a starting point, And then the rest of the outfit would follow. And this would be the process for if they were wearing jeans or a dress. I mean, I've got a Stina Goya jasmine dress that is pretty much resembling a blancmange. Um, I remember when my boyfriend Matt uh, saw it for the first time and saying that it was nice, but it didn't really do much for my figure. And he's totally right. It's this huge pink frilly tent, but I love it. So no, I don't think those rules still apply. And also, I think we might need to unpick what dressing for your shape really means, because it's basically how to look slimmer in a way. And I think society is moving on from that. I mean, that being said, I think many of us have got parts of our bodies that we're not so confident over. And I would personally love to wave a magic wand and not care about those body parts. But sadly, my brain isn't very good at doing that. So instead, I think I try and play to my strengths whilst also being realistic. Absolutely. I love that. What are your summer staples this season? So I'm quite no nonsense when it comes to summer. I just want loose and baggy clothes I can waft around in. Um, I love my white Birkenstocks. Um, I'm all about comfort. Um, And it sounds awful, but I I love sunglasses. Um, And it's probably a little bit pathetic to admit this, but I always just feel so much more glam if I've got a pair on. Um, And especially because then it means I can just avoid doing my makeup um, on my eyes, which again, in the summer, sometimes I just can't be bothered bothered so so they are the things that I always return to and one of the things that I know that both of us love and that I've just recently purchased is the Atlanta sleeper dress from Studio B um, which I absolutely cannot wait to receive and I think we're both into that kind of floaty boho vibe aren't we oh 100% like you really want something in my dream is that you know I have this gorgeous villa in Ibiza and I just waft around in these you know kaftani dresses and sadly I can at the moment uh, really fulfill half of that dream so yes dresses to waft in and also I think sharing in the summer is also brilliant because it does help I mean if this is something you're interested in that it, it does make more of your of your waist um, whilst just having you know great big skirts and especially for those sleeper dresses the sleeves are beautiful they are a work of art an expensive dress but a beautiful one if you had to take three pieces with you to a desert island what would those pieces be Anna um this is a really obvious one but I'll I'll explain so I would take my phone but mainly so I could play music because I am all about a Spotify playlist there's a playlist for everything um I think feeling beach confident is something that a lot of women especially struggle with. I know I do. Um, so having a bikini or, or swimming closet, I felt really good in. Um, a couple of years ago, I bought a bikini that was, was quite a bit more 
that I'd normally buy. Um, it was a sea folly bikini and it just fits me really well. And so I would take that with me because I just feel ace in it. Um, and I would also take, I've got um, some Yves Saint Laurent heart-shaped, um, white heart-shaped sunglasses. They are potentially um, ripping off a design from five-year-olds sunglasses because they are quite childlike. But I love them. They just make me really happy. And I also think they go with so many outfits. So those would be my top three that I would take. Absolutely love that. I want those sunglasses, actually. <laughs> well, I bought the cheap ones on eBay, the cheap versions, and I was just wearing them all the time. That I thought, do you know what? I think I can justify like paying for the, um, the actual ones. And I actually got them on Vestia for, again, half the price. Um, so they were one of my, my top um, pre-loved purchases. I absolutely adore them. So let's talk jewellery now. I'm a true believer that jewellery completeth an outfit what jewelry completes your outfit oh I couldn't agree more you know that famous Coco Chanel quote about um before you leave the house take one thing off I mean I am the total opposite I always just put one more piece of jewelry on um so I just want to wear all of the things all of the time so you'll always see me wearing like loads of rings bangles necklaces I'm always with earrings in um, but I think if I really had to nitpick my outfit completers, um, you'll rarely see me without my Clada ring. I've had that since I was about 14, 15. Um, my granny's wedding ring, my Daniela Draper bangles and my Daisy London gold hoops and probably my Tiffany tiny heart pendant, which I got for my 21st. Um, I guess I think for most people, jewelry is quite sentimental. I'm no different there. But that would be my list at a bare minimum, which isn't very minimal at all. What's on your wish list jewellery wise at the moment? Oh, blimey. Um, so my manager at work has got the Alex Monroe Gold B necklace and I think it's just gorgeous. It goes with everything. Um, I also love that. I, I'm not sure if I'm going to say her name wrong. Tilly Spayus. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's cool. correct. Okay. Um, I love that chunky jewellery and I love how that's come back into fashion because there's just so much more of it available um, to buy. So definitely eyeing up some of that. Um, and also I'm a Daniela Draper girl at heart. I was introduced to her um, via a friend who is from Grimsby, so from the same town as Daniela Draper. And um, I've loved her stuff for so long. I've just kind of been collecting pieces um along the way so I absolutely adore her trace chain necklaces because I think it's it's tapping into that chunky jewelry trend without being too trend-led I think they really are just timeless pieces so the the silver and gold trace um moon necklace I think I've wanted now for about 18 months and I should really just start saving up to get it and pull my finger out because it's beautiful Oh, I've loved chatting to you, Anna. Have you got any final words for the last night I dreamt listeners on style? Well, fashion and what you wear, just it's not going to change the world, let's be honest, but it will, to a small extent, change your immediate world. So wear what you feel happy in. And if you don't feel happy, and sometimes we all have those days, then I always just think if you feel like shit, wear a good outfit because it always instantly makes me feel that a little bit better. So above all, just have fun with it because life is too short to hate what you're wearing. 
Oh, thank you so much for joining us, Anna. I think absolutely it's about loving yourself and looking at your wardrobe and seeing that it can be an extension of ourselves and a a way to be creative. Um, We've loved chatting to you. Thanks so much, Anna. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. We hope you enjoyed our girly Last Night I Dreamt podcast. Like Anna said, fashion is not going to change the world but it will change your immediate world. A good outfit can lift your spirits and make you feel good about yourself. So go love yourself, girlies. We hope you'll join us again for another Last Night I Dreamt podcast.